Omen Jekka. Hello, I am Samsara and you are listening to Samsara's Dramas. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge this podcast is created in Nam on the lands of the Kulin Nation and thank them for allowing us to tell our stories here. Samsara's Dramas is a podcast which features scripts written by myself and acted out by an amazing ensemble of actors. These scripts cross a wide array of performance types including stage and film and are a mix of original works and adaptations. As you know, many of Australia's major entertainment venues have had to close their doors for an unspecified period of time as a response to the public health risks of COVID-19. Here at Planet Arts, we don't have to worry about that because we take our content to you. In order to fill the entertainment gap, especially in this time of mass self-isolation, Samsara's Dramas has increased the release of material from fortnightly to three times a week, Wednesdays, Fridays and Sundays, until things begin to settle back down to a situation normal. Today we have something special, the 2018 Christmas special live recording of The Players, A Very Drummond Christmas. You may remember we kicked off this podcast with this show, but for the sake of story continuity, here it comes again. Sit back and have a listen to how the Drummonds and Bannisters celebrate Christmas. It is at this point we also have had to say goodbye to Gabrielle Raya, but the wonderful Joe Boyd jumped in and took over the role of Karana with authenticity and a great respect for the character created by Gab. a stage, and all the men and women merely players. It's Christmas morning and River is relaxing quietly in the salon after her morning run, listening to carols. Oh, look at all the presents! Which ones are mine? I wish they were all mine. Maybe they are. Everyone else is too old for presents now, let me see. Good morning, Flora. Don't be rude. Don't be a nerd. Besides, I'm not being rude. It's Christmas morning. Time to open up these shiny packages of joy. You can't open them yet. Why not? You have to wait until everyone else is up. Why? Because. Because why? Because, Flora, it is the polite thing to do. Not that you know anything about politeness. Well, Merry Christmas to you too. Good morning, my beautiful sisters. Good morning, Brie. Good morning, Brie. Merry Christmas. Whoa, what are you doing, Flora? We can't open those yet. Yeah, that's what I said. No, no, no. Shh, cow. Stop it, like both of you. It's Christmas morning. We haven't even had coffee yet, or at least I haven't. Let's cease hostilities till nine o'clock, shall we say? That's only... Two hours. Not gonna happen. I'll lay money on it. River, why do you have to be so mean all the time? All right, two hours might be too much of an ask. Can I at least have 10 minutes before you both try and kill each other again? Please, I'm pretty pleased with sugar on top. (laughs) I'm sorry, Brick. Let me make it up to you by making us coffee. You too, Flora. I am sorry I got your Christmas morning off to such a bad start. Thank you. I will have my coffee with milk and two sugars, please. Whoa, hold on there, young'un. You're not allowed to have coffee yet, remember? Daddy lets me have coffee all the time. <laughs> not around Mummy, doesn't. Well, who cares what Ruby says? Dad says I can drink it, so I will. Look, I care about what Mum says, and you're getting an orange juice, <laughs> if you get anything at all. I said sorry, but I didn't say I'd get you a drink. Both of you are horrible. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you! Well, that's a fine thing to walk in on Christmas morning. I can see my children are all getting along like wildfire as usual. Mm. 
can't you all just call a truce just for today? Oh, but right, can't you come believe on, what you know, you're saying? Saying. Enough! It's too early for this. I'm getting a headache. I need coffee. I was just going to make some. I'll bring in a tray. That sounds perfect, River. <laughs> she is your favourite. <laughs> Flora, it is just too early for this. It's not my fault you're old. Flora, you can't say that to Mum. Why not? Because it's rude and it's disrespectful. Brick, don't bother. I'm getting used to it. No, Mum, it, it's, it's completely unnecessary. Flora needs to be taken down a peg or two or, or ten. Ooh, what are you going to do, Brick? I'll show you what I'm going to do, you little brat. Brick, stop! What is all this screaming about? It's Christmas morning, for Christ's sake! Can't a man get a decent rest even on the most sacred of holidays? Daddy, Brick was going to hit me! What did you say, Daddy Tail? Flora, you know he wasn't going to touch you. <laughs> yes, I was. Brick! You were going to attack Flora. She is your sister, for heaven's sake. Not to mention that you're a grown man. And she, she's just a little girl. What kind of monster are you? She is 15, for goodness sake. Hardly a little girl. And it's not as if I was going to beat her to a pulp. Brick. So what exactly was it you were threatening to do then to Flora? I was going to put her over my knee and give her a taste of discipline. Something you have never bothered to do, which is why she is such a screw up You now. lay one hand on my daughter and I won't care if you're her brother. You will never get up off that floor again. Give it your best shot, old man. Old man? Why, you petulant little Stop son of a bitch. Stop it! Both of you. See what you've done, Flora. Everyone's a settle down. River will be here with coffee in a moment. I want ten paces between you two until you have at least two mouthfuls. You always blame me for everything! Flora, wait! Come back! Well, this is a great start to the day. River and Brick are clearing up the dishes after the family breakfast. Ugh, she just has to ruin everything, doesn't she? That's a bit harsh, don't you think? Is it? What is it with you two, River? Look, I'm not saying I have a good relationship with Flora, but whatever it is between both of you, it's, it's venomous. You can't be in the same space for more than two minutes before war breaks out. I know what you mean, Brick. To be honest, I have no idea why, but it's like even when she is just breathing, it rubs me up the wrong way. <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe it's a pheromone thing or something. <laughs> um, I, I think pheromones are more about mating rituals, but not two sisters <laughs> not seeing eye to eye. <laughs> well, sometimes I want to give her a black eye, that's for sure. But, but why? Yes, she is annoying, very annoying, but I've never wanted to punch her. <laughs> you wanted to put her over your knee this morning. True, but... That was different. It's Christmas morning and she was being rude to Mum's face. It's not different, Brick. She is like this all the time, especially to Mum. You just don't see it because you don't live here anymore. Well, if every morning... Oh, my like, God, it is. Then I'm glad I'm not here. I, I couldn't take it. Why don't you move out? It's not good for anyone to have this much tension in the household. I know. I am starting to think about it. Dramaticus has launched now and, well, circumstances are changing for me. Circumstances? Huh? <laughs> Those circumstances wouldn't be a certain technical manager named Frank Medford, would they? <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> Being silly, am I? 
So that wasn't one. Nay, two <laughs> kisses I saw in the foyer then. Well, yes. <gasps> so when do you bring him round to meet the family? Uh, well, actually... No, he's coming today, isn't he? Maybe. Just for a game of French cricket. He won't be staying for dinner. Who isn't staying for dinner? Oh, uh, Edward, um... Frank from Dramaticus. Here's River's new boyfriend. Here's River's new boyfriend. <laughs> Stop it, Brick, or I'll start teasing you about Karana. What about Karana? Nothing. I was just telling Brick that Frank is coming over to play French cricket with us this afternoon, but he won't be staying for dinner. Hmm. Well, there will be another person for dinner anyway. Oh. Who? Karana? What? What? You heard me. Karana is joining us for dinner. So you will need to set another plate. Actually, in fact, you should invite Frank to stay. We have room at the table and it would look rather odd if Karana was the only non-family member here. You are kidding me, right? Not at all. Why is Karana coming to dinner, Edward? Not that it is any of your business, Missy. But Karana doesn't have family in town and I thought, well, it would be appalling for her to have to in the day all by herself. Are you telling me you were going to parade your mistress in front of us all on Christmas Day? Right under our mum. Your, your wife's Why nice. do you have to always be such a drama queen, Brick? Why do you have to be such an asshole? You can't do this, Edward. It's cruel. Ruby doesn't know anything. She always knows, Edward. You've just never been this heartless before, though. Uh, how do you know about Kirana and I? She told me. My, my. Aren't you too cosy now? Hanging around for my sloppy seconds, are you? Well, I don't think that I'll be finished with it just yet. Brick, just time. Come on. It seems inevitable that it's someday you and I are going to go for it. Isn't that right, Brick? Oh, you can put your money on oh, it. Oh, just stop it, both of you. Brick, you can't fight him. Don't worry, I'll knock his block off. You can always try. I know, that's the problem. Why? Think about Mum. I am thinking about Mum. That's why I'm so pissed off. I know, but she'll never forgive you. He's cheating on a river. Not only that, he's bringing his floozy into the house and feeding her with Mum's food at Mum's table in front of her. You're being awfully dramatic again, Brick. Besides, if you don't say anything, Ruby will never suspect anything. Edward, leave. Now. All right, then. Cheerio, old chap. I swear one day I'm going to knock that smug smile right off his face. Maybe, but not today. How do you stay so calm around here? Oh, well, with great difficulty, believe me. You know how you were asking me earlier why I get so worked up about Flora? Yeah. Flora is to me what Edward is to you. <laughs> I get it. We're quite a pair, aren't we? Yep. The Drummonds are relaxing in the salon after opening their presents. Can someone get that? I've got it, Mum! Uncle Mike, Sienna, welcome to our humble home. Oh, there's nothing humble about this place, and you know it, Brick. River High! Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everyone! We come bearing gifts. Can I have them gifts? Which ones are mine? Ugh. Flora, you could at least say hello to your uncle first. 
Hello, Mikey. Hello, Uncle Mike. Is that good enough, Ruby? Yes, that will do. Don't I get a hello? No, you, you got me in trouble. <sighs> you got yourself in trouble, Flora. Okay, everyone. We've already had to put one fire out today. Ah, uh, two. Remember the kitchen? Ah, uh, yes. Two. Anyway, let's try not to make it a third. After all, we have to do something this afternoon. What happened in the kitchen? You don't want to know, Mum. Yes, I do. Look, whatever it is, it can wait. Where is that husband of yours? Flora. It's not the only one eager to open up the present. Flora, are you alright? I heard you squeal. What are those nasty siblings of yours doing again? Oh, speak of the devil. Oh, we haven't done anything. This time, I need a drink. It's way too early in the morning for this crap. <laughs> Why, madame, may I offer you a steaming beverage of caffeine and boiling water, perhaps? Do you have anything stronger? Yes, I think it's time to bring out the eggnog. Brandy. Perfect. I'll get it, ma'am. I'll help. <laughs> so where do you want me to put these presents? Mm. Onto the tree, of course. Can't we just open them now? I've been waiting for ages to open presents. Of course you can. Go ahead. Well, we're all here now, so we may as well go ahead. So, Michael, do you want to play Santa, considering you're already overladen with gifts? No, Ribs, I wouldn't want to rain on your parade. You are the head of the company, after all. Is that a dig, Michael? Are you upset about something? Jeez, oh, Ribs, what would I have to be upset about? What is wrong, Uncle Uncle Mike? Oh, as if you all don't know. I have no idea what he's going on about. As usual. Just what are you implying? Ed, stay out of it. I suspect whatever Michael is upset about, it is me he is angry with, not you. <laughs> so you can be perceptive when you want to be. Michael, look, stop beating around the bush. Just tell me what I've done to make you mad. Does the launch ring a bell? The launch? Well, I thought it went really well. Oh yeah, it did for you. How long were you planning on stealing my thunder? Ooh, this is looking juicy, my darling. What do you mean? The announcement? What announcement? Ricardo the Third. Okay, that. Okay, that. Okay, look. Yes, yeah. that. I'm, I'm sorry, Michael. It just slipped out. I got carried away by the excitement of the occasion. Are you sure that's all it was? What do you mean? Well, are you sure you weren't trying to undermine me? You've been putting back pretty hard on finalising the program. I'm the artistic director, but you seem to want to have an awful lot to say on the artistic elements you know nothing about. Oh, that's a bit harsh, Uncle Mike. It's, it's okay, Brett. I am the CEO of this company and I have a fiduciary duty to make sure all of our operational decisions are sound, Financial initiatives, Michael. We're a theatre company. It's about art, not the moolah. Well, that is easy for you to say. It's not your money. We are spending. Finally, she gets it. Uh, all right. Uh, so this is how it's going to be, as it reads. You've been pulling every which way but loose with the purse strings. No, of course not, Mikey. It was a mistake. It was a bad mistake, and I'm sorry. Can you guys fight about this later? I want to open the present now. Yes, Flora is right. Let, let's talk about this later, Michael. Now is not the time. Here comes the Christmas cheer. Oh, I've sampled some of the goods and it's going to be a very Merry Christmas indeed. <laughs> the Drummonds and Bannisters are in the salon preparing for an afternoon of games. Who on earth could that be? I'm guessing it's Frank. Who's Frank? Frank Medford. 
Who is Frank Medford? Well, he is the technical director at Dramaticus. Only one of the most valuable employees, Edward. No one important, of course. Well, what on earth is he doing here? Today of all days. Never invited him. We talked about it in the kitchen. Uh, yes, 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 whatever. <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> it seems my little sister has a new paramour. A new what? A new boyfriend? Really? When did this happen? <laughs> well, the preparations for the launch have caused them both to work very closely together. And sparks started to fly. You knew about this? <laughs> of course I did. There's not much which happens at Dramaticus I don't know about. Mm. You didn't know about Flora's little episode with the flowers until it was too late. <clears throat> Michael? Not now, right? Daddy! Yes, Michael. I must insist that you stop talking about that little episode. Ruby and I have the matter well underhand. And just to make things clear, Flora is our daughter and we're dealing with it. What do you mean, you. Daddy? Well, don't worry your pretty little head, my darling. Everything is fine. In fact, your mother and I have something very special for you in the new year. You are going to love it! Not now, Flora. We still need to sort out a few details. Oh, g'day, Frank. How's it hanging? Oh, hello, Mr. Bannister. Ah, call me Mike. We don't stand for any ceremony around. We do indeed. How very rude. Hello, Frank. I see you were all set for our annual game of French cricket. Yes, the river told me all about it. It sounds like great fun. Here, Frank, have some eggnog. You can't have the advantage of being the only sober person on the field. Thanks. And did she tell you that it's a family affair? Mm. Yes, she did. So you are family now, are you? No, no. Well, then why do you presume to join us at this event? Ed, stop. Nonsense, it's a fair question. Oh, Edward, he presumes to play because I invited him to do so. And what gives you the right to invite some stranger to partake in family affairs without running it past us first? Are you kidding me? She doesn't need your permission, Edward. River can invite anyone she likes. This is my home, and nobody is invited here without my permission. Uh, I live here too, you know, and I can invite anyone over that I want to. Of course you can, River. Look, stop it, Edward. I will not. Frank, maybe you and I should go outside and set up the field? Uh, yeah. Look, that seems like a good idea. Wait, you have an entire field? <laughs> Is River going to be a right in that? <laughs> She'll be fine. Good. Now that he's gone... What right do you have, young lady, to bring strangers into our home? Finally, it's not me in trouble this time. Stay out of this, Flora. Daddy. Be quiet, Flora. Well, River, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, how about since when do I have to ask permission to have friends over? It's my house, and you will live here by my rules while you are under my roof. Do you understand? Edward! Oh, really? River, he didn't mean it the way... Oh, yes, I did. did. Steady on, mate. You stay out of this. <sighs> Digging your own grave, you know. Edward, River is a grown woman and she can come and go as she pleases with whomever she pleases. This is not jail. Oh, really? Are you saying that's not true, Edward? Come on, Edward, be reasonable. No, these are the rules and I expect you all to abide by them. If you don't like it, you can get out! Edward, no! If that's what you insist on, fine. I'm moving out, I'll be gone by Monday. Yes. No, River, don't be Toodaloo silly. then, young lady. Oh, uh, hang on. Where are you going to go? You can stay at my place if you need a roof over your head. Thanks, Uncle Mike, but this has been in the offing for a while now. 
I hadn't broke the news, but I was going to move out in the new year anyway. Are you sure about this, sis? Yes, Brick, I'm sure. In the meantime, who's up for some French cricket, huh? Well, I think I need some more eggnog first. Better still give me some brandy, Nate. River and Frank enjoy some quiet alone time in the salon after the French cricket. I didn't get you into any trouble, did I, River? Everything I do gets me into trouble with Edward. Why should today be any different, hmm? Why is he so uptight? Honestly, Frank, I think he is just a very insecure man. He actually does have talent, but he overlays it with so much bombast you need an oil rig to dig deep enough to find it. <laughs> you have quite a way with words, don't you? <laughs> have you ever thought of becoming a writer? Ah, uh, I thought it was you who was the poet, Frank. <laughs> Welcome to the River and Frank Mutual Appreciation Society. <laughs> <laughs> Membership is free and adoration is constant. Autographs given on request. And when a kiss is given. Oh, uh, are you asking me for a kiss, Frank? Are you giving kisses, River? Only to the president of my fan club. Then shut up and kiss me, River. Do you need to get that? Shut up and kiss me. Oh la la! Look at this, Fabian! Two lovebirds making the kisses on the divan. Perhaps we should leave and uh, give them the intimate. Get a room, you two. Get your hands off my sister, Frank. Oh, Brick, I'm sorry. Oh, we don't apologise, Frank. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yes, you should make a beautiful couple. Don't let us disturb you. We'll go out onto the lawn while you two practice your baby making. Sienna. Too far. Just a cricket pitch or two so far. Oui, oui. Mademoiselle Sienna is right. Uh, come along, Fabian. Let us go outside and uh, they can continue to make the love. Uh, and the babies, <laughs> no? Yeah. No, Henri. Fabian, you stay right there. Can I get everyone a drink? Uh, we have brought Vive Clicquot, uh, but uh, perhaps it should be for the dinner party. Nonsense. Let's crack it open now. After all, the whole day is a party, no? And Aunt Ruby has plenty of shampers in the cellar. Which is, how do you know about that, your majesty? <laughs> well, River and I have knocked down a bottle or two on the sly in our time. Haven't we, cuts? <laughs> I admit to nothing. I want a lawyer. Will a technical director do, River? A technical director is more than enough for me, Frank. Oh, shucks. Fabian, you can just put those gifts under the tree. Let me help you. Whoa. How many did you bring? Fabian and I have one for everyone. Uh, uh, Sienna, where is Mademoiselle Emerald? Uh, we have something very special for her. She isn't here yet, Henri. Oh, she is not coming? She said she would be here for the dinner party, but she refused to join us for French cricket. She's still really sensitive about the scarring, and she doesn't want to be seen out in the sunlight. <laughs> I always suspected Emerald was a vampire. <gasps> Brick! <laughs> Who else but a vampire can, can't go out in the daylight? Oh, come on, don't be mean. She has had a really rough trot. <laughs> I'm only joking. I know how hard it is for her. I was amazed she came to the launch, even though she only stayed for the speeches. Let's not talk about the launch, shall we? Uh, Mademoiselle Emerald is a brave and beautiful soul. She will recover and then take over the world. You wait and see. I believe you, Henri. If anyone is strong enough to do it, Emerald is. Ah, uh, you're pretty amazing yourself, Sienna. It's not as if you got off scot-free. I know, but you really can't compare my situation with Emerald's. Enough. This is Christmas Day. Emerald will come along later. But for now, 
we have to have some fun and, and, and get this party going on. It's time to release the bubble. Hooray! Hey! Hey! Uh, sh- shall we call in the others and and at the door? Excellent suggestion, Henri. No can do. Ruby, Edward and Flora are having a heart-to-heart and we probably shouldn't disturb them. Flora will kill us if we didn't tell her she has a gift here waiting. Uh, I think what they're doing is more important. Would you prefer Flora to kill you or Mum? Good point. In that case, Fabian and I have also brought les boules. We can enjoy the sunshine and play a few rounds. If you are not too tied up from the French cricket, that is. I'm in. Are you sure you don't want to engage in other exercise, Frank? The kind you are undertaking when we walked in? Oh, come on, Sienna, stop teasing him. Sorry. Uh, by the way, why is it called French cricket? It is not French. Uh, no, I think it's just a mocking term because it's not real cricket. You know how much the English love the French. Uh, it is true. Actually, when I was in London, I heard it's because the batting motion resembles that of croquet. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, croquet is not French either. Oh, <laughs> c'est la vie, Henri. C'est la vie. Ruby and Edward take Flora to the library to reveal a surprise. Flora, we need to have a talk. I knew there was a reason you brought me to the library. Only serious stuff gets talked about in here. Out with it, Ruby. What have I done now? (sighs) Flora, I have asked you a thousand times to call me mum. All right, mother. There, are you happy? Can I go now? No, sweetling, no. We need to talk to you about something very important. But it's Christmas Day, Daddy. Can't it wait? I don't think it can, Flora. But, Daddy, nothing can happen between now and tomorrow anyway. (laughs) But you're assuming that it's something bad with you. We're in the library. (laughs) Yes, but of course. And that's only because the house is full of all these people and... Well, we wanted to share something with you before anyone else. Oh, I see. You two are getting a divorce. Finally! You're right, it's not bad news at all. Are we going back to England, Daddy? When do we leave? Because it'll take me a couple of days to pack. Can, can we wait till after New Year's Eve? Flora, we are not getting a divorce. What on earth put that idea in your head? But Daddy just said... I said nothing of the sort, Flora. I said it wasn't bad news. I said nothing about your mother and I breaking up. A girl can dream, can't she? Flora? Calm down, Ruby. Remember why we're here. Yes, well, Flora's behaviour today is just more evidence of just how necessary it is. I'm bored. Hurry up and tell me so we can get out of here and I can start having some fun. All right, Flora, here it is. We're sending you off to Switzerland so that... You're going on a holiday, my darling. Really? Absolutely. By myself? When do I leave? I still really want to spend New Year's Eve here with my friends, but then I'm good to go. How long am I going to be gone for? Well... Edward, it's not really a holiday. Well, it's going to feel like one. I assure you, Flora, you'll be hobnobbing with the most elegant and refined women of the world. Why, you know what? You may even meet some young princesses. How perfect would that be, my darling? Princesses! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Daddy, when am I going? Can I buy a new wardrobe first? Because because if I'm going to be mixing with royalty, then I will need Henri to kick me out, obviously. We can tell him right now. I just heard him arrive when we got in here. Flora! I think we both know that you don't need any more dresses. A girl can never have enough diamonds or dresses, Daddy. You told me that. <laughs> Edward, you can, can you see the harm you do with your careless attitude? Flora is too young to be able to distinguish what is serious and what is a joke at this time of her life. You always blame me. 
Well, she hangs on every word you say and treats it all like gospel. You have to be more careful. If you two are going to start fighting again, I'm going to leave. Oh, can I tell the others? River is going to be so jealous. No, Flora, we are not going to fight. And besides, we haven't quite told you everything yet. Oh, that's okay. I don't need to know the details right now. I can't wait to rub it in with River. Sit back down, young lady, and I mean it this time. Yes. Edward, look, help me. Flora, come back. Come here, my darling. There, there's more that we need to tell you. All right, go on. Flora. Your father and I have been very troubled by your attitude and your behaviour yeah, lately. Yeah, you told me that at the launch. Yes. Well, we have decided it is time for us to look outside the family for your edification, as we seem to be failing at it quite badly. Edifor what? Edification, Flora. It means your moral instruction. Sometimes I despair over what they're teaching you at your school. Why didn't you just say that, Ruby? It's all about plain English these days, you know? It makes language accessible. Yes, you're right. I will speak more plainly from now on. We are sending you to finishing school for the summer. You leave on the second and we'll be back in time for school to start again. You're sending me where? Finishing school, Flora. All the best families send their daughters there. You'll meet the daughters of some of the most Important families in the world. Actually, imagine all the connections that you're going to make. You're sending me away? This is how you punish me? By exiling me? Six weeks at La La Femme Raffinée in the Swiss Alps is hardly what I call punishment, Flora. That's a very fancy name, but I know it's really some kind of boot camp, isn't it? Like military school? No, 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 sweetly, no. You'll get to learn all the ins and outs of entertaining. The art of conversation, etiquette. How to be a good girl, you mean? Well, yes. This is your idea, isn't it, Ruby? You can't stand that I'm a woman now and I have my own thoughts and ideas and opinions. Flora, you don't have any of that. What you have is a skewed and motley collection of your father's opinions. I beg your pardon? Flora, I want to send you to La Femme Raffinée precisely to give you the space to figure out how to be in this world without us unduly influencing you. I wish it wasn't true, but your behaviour lately shows that we are teaching you the wrong things and we need to give the professionals a chance to put you on the right course to show you how to behave around other people and what is acceptable and what isn't. You didn't send River to finishing school? No, but we did send her and Breck to boarding school. Thank goodness. Edward, they are your children too now and it's time for you to start acting like it. Well, nobody would believe that I have children that old. Well, that would make me... I'm not going. Yes, you are, young lady. Daddy! Edward! Flora! Your mother is right. You have to go... I won't! I tell you what. You can ask Henri for one more dress for the trip. I'm sure there'll be lots of formal events to attend and... Well, let's face it. We can't have you wearing the same gown twice, can you now, my darling? And some shoes? Of course. Edward! Anything for you. I love you so much, Daddy. I'm going to tell Henri right now. I bet he'll be so excited. You're my favourite. Want a kiss for me? Merry Christmas, Mum. Ruby just happens to be walking through the foyer.
I'll get it. Emerald, you came. I'm so glad you made it. It wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> I know, Aunt Ruby. I see you brought Karana with you. That's unexpected, but the more the merrier, as they say. Hello, Karana. Hello, Mrs Drummond. Call me Ruby. We can't have you calling me Mrs Drummond all right now, can we? I'm sure Edward shall feel the same. Oh, well, thank you. Karana isn't with me. We just happened to arrive at the same time. I assume you invited her. No, not me. Must have been Brick. I didn't realise you two were seeing each other, but I approve, Karana. My son deserves a woman as skilled and talented as you in his life. Brick! Karana's here! Uh, um, no, it wasn't Brick who invited me, Mrs. Uh, Ruby. Oh, my mistake. Of course you were friends with River. River! No, no, not River either. Are you gate-crashing, Karana? <laughs> How odd. Oh, no, no, I was definitely invited. Don't tell me Flora invited you. No, not Flora either. Thank God. Forgive me, Karana, but I'm getting a little bit impatient. It is Christmas Day, and I would like to be spending it with my family, not playing guess who on my doorstep. Karana, what are you doing here? Karana, my dear, I'm so glad that you can make it. Come in, come inside all of you. Ruby, how rude to keep them all standing out here on the threshold like that. Come inside and join us for some eggnog and carols before dinner. You invited her? Of course I did, she's all alone in town. Well, and I couldn't bear the thought of her spending this day of sharing and celebration all alone. <laughs> you cat, shut up you fool. Brick, please don't. Don't what? That was very thoughtful of you, Edward. Thank you, darling. You never fail to surprise me. It's moments like these everyone can see the man I love and married for who he truly is. <laughs> you are right about that, Mum. Brick, what's wrong with you? I can't believe you're hide, Edward. And you, Karana. I thought you would have more, more sense and, and more, sen more sensitivity. Brick, it wasn't my idea. Brick? Karana is our guest, and I must insist you speak to her with more respect, or I will have to ask you to leave. <laughs> you would ask me. You'd ask me to leave, Mum. <laughs> What's going on, Brick? This isn't like you at all. You don't want to do this, Brick. You really don't. <laughs> yes, 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 I do. I've been waiting to do this for so long. What is going on with you, Brick? <laughs> you really don't know what is going on here, Mum? No, Brick, I don't. Look, I should just go. This was a really bad idea. I told you I shouldn't have come, Ed. You call him Ed? Oh, that's right. Um, you spend a lot of time together with rehearsals. I forgot about that. So you must have thought I was silly earlier when I told him you could call him Edward. Oh, no, not at all, Ruby. <laughs> they weren't just rehearsing. Mate. Brick, I'm warning you. Oh, Brick, I know what you're going to say. Don't do it. Not on Christmas Day. Oh, don't blame me. Edward is an arrogant jerk who invites his mistress over for Christmas dinner. Brick! What are you talking about, Brick? Oh, God. You are going to pay for this, Brick. You mark my words. Mum, Karana and Edward are sleeping together. Rubbish. Why on earth would you say such a thing? Don't listen to him, my love. You know that he has always hated me. He would do anything to break us up. Brick, stop. No, I'm not going to lie for this ignorant gold digger for one more second. Is it true, Edward? Is Karana your mistress? Don't be silly. Sweetheart. Don't lie to me, Edward. Have I ever lied to you? 
too many times to count. Yeah. Is it true, Karana? Are you having an affair with my husband? Look, it isn't like that. Okay, then tell me, young lady, what exactly is it like? It, it just sort of happened. Uh... Oh, yes? So please tell me exactly how my husband accidentally ended up in your bed. <sighs> All right, well, okay, we were meeting over dinner. And honestly, I had a bit too much to drink, so it took me home. And look, I really don't even know how it happened, but the next morning... So you're saying the alcohol made you do it. So what particular beverage is it which turns you into a tramp? Scotch? Rum? Oh, I know. Has to be the champagne. Edward wouldn't stoop to anything less. Of course I wouldn't. Aunt Ruby... I think we should let Karana go and deal with this tomorrow. No. Please, Karana, I want to know all the gory details now. So how many times have you slept with him in the five days you've known each other? No. Seven times if you must know. Oh, my God. Are you bragging, Edward? No, of course not. Karana, look, I've asked you once before, and I will ask you one more time. Has Edward ever forced himself on you or coerced you into having sex with him without your consent? This is your last chance to tell us the truth. Are you asking if I've raped her? Of course not. Tell him, Karana, you wanted it just as much as I did. Well, not really. Well, tell him the truth, you hussy, or I will make you pay dearly. Your career will be over. Edward! Did he do this, Karana? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. I passed out on the first night and then after that he kept saying it was too late to say no. I didn't even want to come here tonight, but Edward insisted. It's all just part of some nasty little game he's playing and he's using me to hurt you. Karana, I understand you've been through a lot. To ask you to leave now? Gladly! I wish I'd never even heard of the Drummond's or Dramaticus! Karana, wait! I will drive you home! You're in no state to be behind the wheel of a car! Edward, you can leave too. I don't want to hear another word. I can't be able to look at your face, anybody! Nonsense, this is my home. I'm not going anywhere. Edward, get out! Edward, I think it's best if you leave. You both need to talk, but tonight is not the right time. Not with a house full of guests. Oh yes, you all want me to leave so that you can gossip about me and make up filthy lies behind my back. Well, I won't have it. They're not lies, Ed. Ruby, my sweet, we can work this out. All we have to do is talk. We always work things out. Maybe we can, maybe we can't. (laughs) What I know is we can't work anything out tonight. So right now, I can't stand the sight of you, so I need you to leave. Well, where will I go? I don't know. I don't care. I'm going to fix my makeup so I can show a brave face to our guests. By the time I get back, I want you gone. All right. I'll go to a hotel tonight. But I will come back tomorrow to sort things out. No, Ed. I'm not. 
I'm going to need more time than that, so I will call you when I'm ready to go. Now, please just go! What is left of the family and guests have shared a sumptuous Christmas feast and are now popping Christmas crackers. Monsieur, Madame and Mademoiselle, I would like to make a toast. Fabian, be quiet. Listen up, everyone. The great Henri is about to speak. <laughs> Shaky girl. That's why you love me, Henri. Yeah, this is very true, my dear. But now I would like to propose a toast to the incredibly strong and fabulous women at the table tonight. Here, here. Uh, thank you, Frank. I'm surrounded tonight by four of uh, uh, five of the most glorious souls in the universe. The stars will shine brightly across the galaxy, making the world a better place for many decades to come. And all of us here are better for having common contacts with such heavenly creatures. Oh, Fabian, stop talking at my sleep. Remember, remember. Fabian and I have benefited greatly from your patronage of our Salon Ensemble. But your gift of friendship is a treasure beyond measure. We cannot imagine our lives without you all there in it. And we never want to find out what that would be like if you want. So, from both of us, joy and Noel. May our journey forward be bright and rompli, and we may face it together. Joy and Noel! I'd like to say a few words too. You don't have to say anything, Frank. Yes, Frank, you've only been in the family for five minutes. It's a bit early for making toasts, isn't it? <laughs> well, he's not in the family. Yet. Sienna, <laughs> go ahead, Frank. Ignore these two silly little girls. So, what would you like to say? It's okay, River. I won't embarrass you. I know, Frank. I would like us all to raise our glasses in honour of the head of the family, Ruby Drummond. Oh, uh, the head of the family, is she? Dad, not now. Yeah, right. Ruby, you are a woman of grace and power, and these young women who have grown up in the shadow of your example will be the great leaders of the world one day. Hear, hear! Yes, right. One of the reasons I know I want to be with you, River, is because I see the woman your mother is, and so I know the kind of woman you are. <laughs> so what are you saying, Frank? You want to date mum instead of me? River? <laughs> you know, people say daughters grow up to be just like their mothers, so you better keep a hold of this one, River, if you liked your mum so much. That's <laughs> enough out of you, young lady. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is, but I think you're all amazing, and I feel very lucky to be here with you tonight. Aww. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Frank. Thank you, Frank. That was a lovely speech. So we are glad you chose to join us today, and River, you have my blessing. Oh, Mum. All right, okay. All right. I guess it's my turn. First, I'd like to toast my wonderful and strong big sister, Ruby. Rubes, I know we have some issues to work through and we get on each other's nerves more often than we should. I also know you have my back as I have yours. I never doubt that when I really need you, you'll come running. Nothing proves this more than our new venture with Dramaticus. To Rubes. To Ruby! Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I'm not finished yet. Oh, of course you're not, Dad. Uh, that's enough of that to use, so... <laughs> Can you make it on with it? I'm bored and I want to 
Next, I would like to toast Ruby's eldest daughter, River. River, it is only through your determined persistence, incredible head for detail, and amazing calm in the eye of the storm that we got Dramaticus launched. Yeah, yeah, the perfect Shut up, Flora. Yeah, shut up, Flora. So let's raise our glasses to River Morello. To River! Now, young Flora, I haven't forgotten you. Ruby, Mum. Michael. Don't worry, Rubes, this is not going to hurt. Flora, I know we are not in a great place at the moment, and we all know why that is. Ooh la la. But most of our difficulties come from your tremendous spirit and energy, which is still just trying to find its outlet. It's hard being so young in a family which is all growing up, and I know the kids don't always make it easy for you. But, Dad, she's so annoying. No. No. You know it's true, right? But, Flora, I want you to know you are my niece, and no matter what happens or what you do, that will never change. I'll always be here for you. I love you. And I think under all this sibling rivalry, everyone around the table loves you too. So, Merry Christmas, Flora. Merry Christmas, Flora. Thank you, Michael. Just speaking from the heart, Rubes. All right, everyone. If there are no more toasts, I say it's time for dessert. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> The Players was written and produced by Samsara. The theme music is by Embryo. The Shakespeare voiceover is by Shane Grant. The Players features Jack Avery as Flora Drummond, Joe Boyd as Karana, Daniel Brasher as Frank Medford, April Greffa as Emerald Bannister, Justin Groves as Brooke Morello, Axel Gunn as Michael Bannister, Scott Knight as Edward Drummond, Imbi Lady Ling as River Morello, Jacqueline Lombardo as Sienna Bannister, Marie Shefford as Ruby Drummond, and Damien Valletta as Henri. On Wednesday, we move into the 2019 season of The Players with Box Set 5. Things start to really heat up between River and Frank, and Flora starts her new adventure. We also meet a brand new character, Sophia. We're on Twitter, and you can follow us by searching Samsara's Dramas. You can also take the opportunity to tell us what you think about The Players or any of our dramas so far. We would love to hear what you have to say. If you like this episode, please leave a tip by clicking on the tip jar link in the show notes. You can also become a regular financial subscriber if you want to help me continue making this show. Just follow the link to the tip jar in the show notes and it will tell you how. If you live in Melbourne, you can also check out my other podcast, What Did She Do?, which celebrates entertainment in Melbourne. It drops every Sunday and remember, do what you love and do a lot of it.
What's up, Skip? Go away!